<laughs> what a roller coaster it has been. Welcome. Welcome to back to really <laughs> Welcome back to We're Not Really Backpackers. I'm JD. I'm Susie. And we are are you still there? <laughs> There's been it's been like a month, probably a little bit longer oh my even. God, has it? Yeah, since the last time we recorded, because we, yeah, when we our last episode, we were saying we were coming back to do farm work again, and now yeah. we're back doing farm work again. Yeah, it's been a big change from city life. Yeah, even in lockdown, and yeah, yeah. God, some cool experiences already had. One being. Being at a barbecue with oh, yeah. more than <laughs> three, three people. people. Um, yeah. yeah, bright sunshine, 30 degrees. Uh, I thought it was going to be like that for the rest of the time here. Turns out El yeah. Nino is <laughs> it, and it's freezing and raining. Yeah, on my first day when I came back, I went to a pub for dinner and I was like, it's been, it's been probably since like June. Yeah. Since the last time I like went somewhere and sat down and was served food. So yeah. That was, crazy but everyone here is actually really good about wearing their masks still and i didn't know this that there's been zero cases of covid out in regional victoria so i think there's been like four or five new cases since then maybe the last that i heard is that there's been in regional victoria there's been 0.6 total okay so maybe that was in melbourne i think it's been in melbourne like there was seven yesterday in melbourne again right okay but and the reason that there's been one out here is because the person's driver's license was registered out here, but they were living in Melbourne. Oh my God, really? Yeah, that's what I heard, so I don't know. But yeah, so yeah. It was crazy coming up because I went through the police checkpoint and everything, rolled down the window, he's just like, oh, where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm just going up to do my regional work. He's like, okay, cool. And you could, I mean, obviously I had all the stuff in the back of the car Mm -hmm. and, but I had my license, everything like ready, but it was in a pocket. You didn't even see it. He didn't. And then he just didn't look at it. Yeah. I had like my permit, my contract, everything ready to go. And I took the train and didn't even get stopped to get my ticket checked. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. No, no one even checked my ticket (laughs) for the train, let alone anything else. I hate it when that happens. I'm like, damn, I I should have saved it. I know. I could have saved that $28. (laughs) Burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah, I actually am so happy to be out in the countryside. And I mean, we've spoken about this a couple of times. Like, I just feel manual work is so rewarding. Mm -hmm. And I think there have been rewarding elements in all jobs I've done. But there's just something about, I don't know, I couldn't do it forever. But there's something about doing a menial, like repetitive Mm -hmm. task over and over again that's you can do all day because you don't take anything home with you. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, my schedule's been all over the place, but you know, mm-hmm. you're back into a routine of getting up early, finishing early. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no responsibility, and that's great. And I think I'm just inherently lazy. <laughs> I don't think I, I would never no. call Alva you as lazy, but it is nice. I think the. Um, especially because of how like high stress our last job yeah. was yeah that's it's true. been a really nice kind of reprieve to go to something where you don't have a lot of like once you're done with your shift you're done with your shift and you don't have any other mm. sort of stuff to take home with you and honestly like not having to deal with customers yeah on the public and mm. not saying that I haven't had great you know working professional relationships with some of the people that 
we worked with last and the students or whatever but mm. I think just not having the stress of and the, the responsibility to look after something and someone and if you you know, for whatever reason forget or leave it to the last minute like I just oh I can only do that for so long yeah um, I think yeah our jobs especially the structure of them were pretty there was a lot of balls that we were juggling in the air yeah so yeah but still yeah still so fortunate obviously we've said that the whole time (laughs) I mean I think we make it very clear yeah but yeah it's just been great like Mm -hmm. I think I've really realized like I can't force myself into cities for that long Mm -hmm. I mean obviously that circumstances were different and I did enjoy Melbourne even before you know COVID and everything or even during COVID Mm -hmm. from what we could experience but I'm just a country girl yeah it's so funny I was just thinking about this like over the past couple days of like I love cities I've always thought like yeah like I love living Mm. in a city I prefer it but like I spent four years in like a rural area for Mm. uni and now this like there is something really nice about a slower kind of pace and driving places in 20 minutes in a car here is so different than 20 minutes in the city like you can get to like we went to Raymond Island last weekend yeah we did we did a little bit of exploring (laughs) (laughs) so it's this really tiny little island like an hour and a half from where we're staying and Mm. it's full of native Australian wildlife so like we saw koalas and kangaroos and wallabies and and, uh, the little um uh oh my god jockey no joey joey <laughs> oh it was a kangaroo riding a horse <laughs> yeah the little joey in the mom's yeah. pouch that was so cute yeah because shockingly you don't see kangaroos as much as you think you would no. <laughs> you really don't so it was nice but yeah. yeah like getting being able to and that was like an hour and a half but like mm. it would take us an hour to get from St. Kilda up to where we were living in North yeah. Melbourne yeah so true it's so, so true. cool to see how different like yeah so yeah I'm yeah. working on a dairy farm again you're working at a salad farm I'm working at a salad farm yeah so my job is I'm in what they call bin to crate so <laughs> these like massive bins of spinach or coral or whatever it is come up like lifted up onto this first conveyor belt which someone rakes and then it goes onto another conveyor belt and just mounds of it come towards me and I have to like stuff it into these different crates with a little foot pedal that's like two seconds too late you know when you like squeeze down it's not immediate the delay and the machine oh my god there's this corner that is just the bane of my life like it just fucks everything up and there's one tiny piece of wood and we're constantly like, just shave it down, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Other joys. Well, I've now been moved on to crates stacking. Would you call this a promotion? I would call it an equal level of stress. A, a, a lateral move? <laughs> yeah. Got it. Okay. No, honestly, like, I'm being dramatic is actually fine. Like, our team's really good and... Yeah, I actually really enjoy it. Like, just having a bit of a laugh and obviously being responsible around heavy machinery. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, I bet the food safety, like the cleanliness and stuff, has especially been heightened with COVID. Oh, you should see our hairnets. They are delightful. Gorgeous. I mean, 
everyone looks shit in them. <laughs> Every time, I remember a few years ago, maybe it was like an urban legend or it was a fake picture, but I remember something came up on Facebook. I always think of this when I see like bags of lettuce, mm. is that someone posted a picture of their bag of lettuce they got from a store and it, there was a giant tarantula in it, like in a sealed oh, bag. Oh my God. And so I don't, who knows? It was probably fake. Yeah. But every time I, I get a bag of lettuce, I kind of shake it around a little bit. <laughs> Real well, I mean, you laugh, but actually there's a, a screen in the first bit that you walk into. On it has pictures of all the things that customers have found in their salad. Shut up. One being like frogs, cigarette <laughs> butts, all of this. Cigarette butts? Yeah, yeah. That's deeply upsetting. So the other day, <laughs> oh, no. we started working and we got called over by a lady who um, deals with like rotors and like if anything's happened, she just like, you know, goes to each team and just tells them what's happened and what we need to look out for. And she's like, yeah, so, you know, we got a complaint from a customer and it's just protocol to just come in and let you know, know all about it. So this is what it was. And we're looking at this picture and we're like, is that a, is that a tad? <gasps> These are skills. Yeah, that it would have taken. Bronwyn was like, "So, do you know what this was?" And I, and I was obviously letting it's a turd, but I didn't want to say out loud. And then everyone was like, "Is it?" A-? Yeah, and she was like, "Yeah, it's an animal from an animal, but it's been through the whole sorting process and not like, caught." I mean, I, I but see it, how easily yeah, it would have blended in. Oh, I pick out like. Honestly, mud patties. Like they're like hamburgers mm. of mud and like rocks and stuff like that. Not rocks, but like this, like yeah. clumps of clay, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it but comes it comes from down. Earth. It comes down in mounds, and then like obviously it's washed and everything, and there's filters. But like so- sometimes stuff it's just gets happens. through, and yeah. it's just literally yeah, so shit happens. Shit, shit happens. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that with Lessa. She's just like, just try and keep an eye out for things. Like it's like, oh god. But no, it's honestly, it's great. Like, I wish I'd done this last year. Yeah. Like, over working on a dairy farm, Mm -hmm. definitely. And I met an Italian guy, actually, and he said he's worked, like, all over Australia doing farm work. And he said this was one of the best places. Yeah. Well, that's what we've got a couple of our friends that are now up on a farm in Queensland, like picking vegetables and stuff, mm. said they were like, God, we did not know how easy how we easy had it because yeah. we worked there last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I don't want to keep telling the story, but I have to like bring up that I'm not going to be here mm. for another well i have to go home soon yeah i feel like i just want to get it done mm-hmm. there. um yeah i kind of want to like address this for people who might be listening who could have been in the same situation that i was just so they know because if i can prevent this from happening to any more people yeah. like that would be amazing yeah so to cut a long story short when I was on this dairy farm, I broke my hand on the seventh day. And um, I was really nervous at first. I remember t- saying to you like, oh my God, what if they fire me? And you're like, no, they can't technically fire you because you've hurt yourself doing the job. Yeah. So then everything followed through where, you know, 
work cover like their and their insurance like looked after me and it was all great mm -hmm. and and they were paying you yeah through your time yeah they were yeah they were paying me and also people had said before you know people had been signed off after yeah. getting injured and like no one ever said anything else and yeah like i i have it in writing janie's seen it of correspondence with my employer saying please can you explain to me what is going to happen now like because i don't quite understand and she's come back saying yeah i'll give you the full rundown and then the next correspondence it says you'll get pay slips towards your 88 days which i now realize she didn't mean as like she had written it like saying you'll get all the pay slips but i also messaged her saying um how do I calculate the 88 days? Can I calculate it from the start date through to you know the end date? Because I've worked out that from this date to this date it will be 88 days and she's come back saying yes. And now I realize that she was obviously just distracted or something. Or she didn't have she all the didn't information. She didn't have all the information or she didn't read the message correctly. She's come back saying yes. And yeah, don't ever think that you can get away with or not, not that I thought I could get away with it, but like if someone tells you that it will all be okay and that you don't have to do your farm work, don't listen to them and just do the farm work. Like heal from your injury and come back and do it again if you have time because I didn't and I got fucked over yeah. and it's been a really stressful time. I'm so glad I'm not crying right now because mm -hmm. I really thought I would be. It's but okay. um, yeah, like just making the most of these days in sale now with you and Jack and everyone and yeah. out of this whole, I don't know, like we've spoken, you know, mm. I I feel like I am part, past like the worst bit and that I can only go up from now, but it's shit. Like, yeah. it's just a really shit situation, but I've learned so much through it. And if anyone is listening to this, like going through something similar, maybe, I don't know, it's a visa for another country or you're having a similar situation or it's just a, or just something in your life is going wrong. Just what I've found to have helped me is obviously talk to your friends and family about it. Like, don't be afraid to cry it out with them because if you hold it in, it will just destroy yeah. you. And I think that's one of the, one of the most like, therapeutic thing for me um and look towards the positives because I remember when it it first I had this whole realization like it it completely sunk in that it wasn't it was not yeah. gonna happen I just it felt like I was just mad at the universe I was just so angry I was like this doesn't make sense like why is this happening to me like why do I have to leave everyone that I love here? And I had this whole Australian adventure planned and everything, but you just can't think like that. Like, it's okay to think like that at the beginning and don't, you know, don't beat yourself up for doing that and like feeling sorry for yourself and having that downtime, but then you have to switch around and you need to look at the opportunity because, you know, one door closes and 10 more open. Like you have to look on the bright side and just you know, trust that there is something bigger at plan for you. And you'll get, I know I'll get to a point and I'll be like, thank God that happened because mm -hmm. if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have done this and I wouldn't have done this and I wouldn't have met this person. 
but it's hard to see that when you're when you're in the thick of it yeah. yeah and it's affected my time here like it's been really stressful I would advise people to go to a visa agent one that is recommended that one that has good um yeah you know because at first like you went to talk to fair trade or fair work which is the government yeah, agency fair yeah, yeah. And then they told you to talk to a lawyer. And then you yeah. talked to a lawyer and they told you to talk to Fair Work. And so... So I spoke to Fair Work Ombudsman. They said that they couldn't give me any legal advice on and what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, and they told me, look, you need to go get a lawyer. So I went to a an immigration lawyer and the immigration told me that this is... The immigration lawyer told me that this was an employment law issue. So I went to an employment law, lawyer and they said this was an immigration issue. So it was like just everyone just passing me on. Like, yeah. Yeah, I spoke to one visa agent. She said she couldn't help me. Um, and obviously tried to get back in touch with this woman who told me this false information. Like, she said to me, Well, sorry, it's not our fault. You should have checked the payslips. Such bullshit. Like- <laughs> yeah, I just felt like. Like, sure, okay, maybe, but do you just not have any... It's just, there's no culpability, there's no responsibility, there's no decency yeah, of exactly of realizing that this is affecting... Yeah, and that's the thing, I hold my hands up. Like, I absolutely take responsibility for my own part in this whole thing that came to play because, you know, I did check the first couple of paysets and they looked right. And then I just left it. Mm -hmm. And that was my first big, like my first mistake. And then the second one was not questioning anything, just taking her word for it because I'd have, I had several different confirmations. Yeah. Confirmations. Exactly. Um, Oh yeah. I spoke to the insurance company as well. They didn't have a clue. Mm -hmm. Um, The second mistake I made was um, I didn't, check it and then obviously I could have gotten and done the three months farm work but it would have only been possible in that small break between the two lockdowns Mm -hmm. and unfortunately we were in the second lockdown by the time I'd figured this out and I probably was a bit too late anyway and I would just encourage anyone that is listening to yeah to go to someone that knows about this and to to question things like don't be afraid because I think that's one of my biggest things is I I tend to just I don't want to be awkward I don't want to be confrontational and like I'm a yes person and I know this is a lot of what I need to work on myself because I just avoid asking questions and getting the information I need because I bury my head in the sand. Yeah. Essentially. I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, a part of my brain is like, well, maybe if I don't check, it will be okay. Yeah. It's like, it's avoidance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally do the same thing on a very, very different scale. Do you remember the fucking photo shoot thing? I asked Uh, one question about how much it was and they gave me a portion of an answer and then I was like yeah okay yeah and then I got there and it was completely different and it's because I didn't I felt uncomfortable asking more information yes it's the same it's I don't know what yeah I can relate to having that issue as well absolutely why do we do that to ourselves (laughs) and it's so funny because like especially with complicated stuff like the more complicated something is or Mm. foreign or new it's easier to just be like oh like it'll be fine and getting 
we want to believe that there's a simple answer. So mm. like someone telling you, oh yeah, I know someone who broke their harm doing yeah. the same thing and they got all their days signed off and it yeah. was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. great and easy and it feels good yeah. instead of being like, who do I need to figure out? Because there's exactly. no clear answer. Like you've, you've reached out to so many different people, professionals yeah. in this, in government and in this industry, in these mm. industries trying to get answers and it's been really complicated. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't like I probably I probably would have done the exact same thing if I were you. And I'm like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. We kind of spoke briefly about this in the kitchen just when you mm. arrived, but um, we love Brene Brown, <laughs> and I've learned a lot from her in just the short amount of time that I've known about her, as mm. especially when it comes to shame. Yeah. And that has been one of the biggest things that has been casting a shadow over this for me is the shame. Like, I don't know why, but calling up my mum was something that I was so scared to do because I just felt like in my head, there's just like cognitive dissonance between who I really want to be and who I am. And I've kind of always been known about, you know, I'm known for being late and disorganised and I, I try so hard to get away from that and like to take responsibility and like face this stuff head on like I've had troubles with paperwork at home and stuff because I'm just burying my head in the sand again and then when this happened like I organized my farm work literally two weeks after I arrived in Australia to avoid stuff like this happening because I know old me would have like left it to the end and like I what just- I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and then it still happened and it's like I had so much shame over this. I felt like, you know, I feel like I'm quite good at talking well to myself now because I've trained myself to, but that hateful voice was just coming through. Like, you're such a fucking idiot. Like, how dumb can you be? Like, how could you have not Mm. checked this before? How could you have not, how could you have just trusted this person like with your future? And, you know, you're just like what you used to be like and, were just like a failure and that's that that was just coming up for me so much like you failed you couldn't even get to Australia and it's like hang on I've been traveling my whole life for a large proportion of that obviously in my childhood so I didn't have to deal with so much you've traveled a lot on your own a lot on my own and you've moved to different countries by yourself so many times you've learned multiple other languages you've you it's so interesting the versions of ourselves that we that we see ourselves as in that shameful part and the person yeah. who we really are because you are so oh my god I'm literally just gonna okay <laughs> you're so smart and kind and thoughtful and considerate <laughs> and you are <laughs> fuck I just love you so much and I um <laughs> I'm really gonna miss you. And um (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. We knew it was gonna happen. (laughs) I just it sucks. It sucks because like and I know like you would say the same for me of like the the shameful, you know, side of stuff of the person that I 
am afraid of being in the person when I was younger who I thought I was. was yeah. Again, very similar yeah. <laughs> to like what you've gone through as well of feeling like a failure or never turning in my homework and never yeah. like in losing stuff and, for, and ignoring deadlines yeah. and just not doing things. Not because, checking my emails. Oh, there's like yeah. thousands banked in there. My Gmail storage is full currently <laughs> and I'm too afraid to go delete them. Like I'm literally doing it every day. <laughs> and I think, I hope something like the, something that I'm taking away from like hearing your story and seeing how, how this has affected you is mm. like, to be kind to ourselves yeah. because like shit happens yeah. and like it, you are so not that person. You are not that shameful yeah. like image that you are afraid of being because it's, you're just fucking yeah. not. And sometimes shit happens and yeah. it doesn't mean that you're a failure or that you're stupid or that you deserved it or yeah. manifested it, you know, like yeah. sometimes shit just, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, you yeah. know, like, it's just and I I that's something that I hope that we can both like I think we can all use some of that of just like it fucking hurts and it sucks Mm. and it's gonna be different than what you had how you thought you were gonna spend the next year but we can just be kind to ourselves about it because beating yourself up about it isn't gonna make it any better it's not gonna make you feel better and it's not gonna change the fucking paperwork no no and yeah you're you're so right and I think you know if you were going through this situation how would I talk to you about it I wouldn't talk to you like I talk to myself you know and it's just yeah it's just the weirdest feeling like and like I'm again I have so many things to look forward to Mm -hmm. I mean I've never got a summer (laughs) (laughs) going straight back into winter (laughs) we're gonna get some hot days here before you leave there (laughs) absolutely will be but yeah i'm gonna go home and spend christmas there and yeah but yeah like i'm i'm gonna miss you so much like we had so much planned together as well didn't we yeah yeah and now then there's so much too that we um that we haven't even had a chance to plan yet that is gonna happen and whether it's here or in the UK or in the States or another fucking country. Like it's, it's weird because we obviously didn't know each other before we left and started traveling, but like it, I can't imagine you not being in my life. (laughs) Same. Like, I feel like I have amnesia (laughs) from like, (laughs) like, I feel like you've just been around forever. And yeah, I um, think our souls know each other. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that's such. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Please keep interrupting. That's me. one of the thing I wanted to touch upon as well. Is like when you're saying, you know, you didn't manifest this. That's something that I've really like struck. That's something that I've been struggling with a lot recently mm-hmm. because we both have this spiritual side to us that mm-hmm. we like. I know it's there. I know, and stuff has happened to both of us in our lives where it's like, yeah, it doesn't feel just like a coincidence. Yeah there's some kind of mysticism in it and the quantum field and everything. Like I'm such a believer, but at the same time, I really battled with the whole, like, I was like, I can't have fucking manifested this. Like I did not want this. I did all the meditations. I did the, like, you know, imagining the future and like the manifestation techniques and the the yoga. And I did all that. Like, why hasn't it worked? And it's that frustration that's like, 
you have to realize like sometimes stuff is just out of your control and yeah. you may have manifest i may have manifested this situation but it's just not developed or materialized in the way that i thought it would but exactly. somehow what is coming out of this me leaving like the results I manifested in some kind of way but mm. at the same time you can't beat yourself up about that and you can't read between the lines too much like no. you go look, crazy being like what if I had yeah done this instead of that like anytime something comes up in my life I do the same thing where I'm like what did I do you know to deserve this essentially yeah, yeah life is happening to me not for me right and it's yeah. it, I think like what you said before is really important of like allow yourself to be fucking pissed to grieve to go through that process to feel yeah. all of it and to you know want to bargain and want mm. to be angry and want you know to make it different and have yeah. a bit of magical thinking but yeah. like you have to feel it and you have to let it go yeah because otherwise like you just beat yourself up Definitely. thinking about all the different ways like if you had done what that meditation instead of that yeah. one if you had journaled more if you had yeah. you know and it's like fuck dude like you can't you can't you know? read into omens too much and like, there's there's yeah. i do that too whenever anything comes up i'm like maybe i should have yeah it's like, i can't like yeah. we can't do it to ourselves it's not fair and no. there i also have to believe that you leaving although it fucking sucks and I hate it and I'm pissed off about it and I wish it wasn't happening <laughs> is for some reason in your best interest yeah and only time will tell but um I'm upset that it's yeah. <laughs> I feel resentful um, yeah but yeah. yeah me too I've been like yeah I'm like been in rooms by myself just crying like crying like so angry mm -hmm. like that kind of gasping like why the fuck is this happening to me and that's the word it's two it's mm -hmm. replace that for mm -hmm. why is this happening for me there is something out there that yeah. will come to fruition but <sighs> it sucks and i don't want to go <laughs> Yeah, I mean, thank God we live in a in a time of technology, right? FaceTime, and like we can still record our episodes. Yeah, like I would love that. We'll still record. We'll still. I mean, who knows what we'll keep doing? But oh, like, yeah. we'll it's we'll be doing stuff. And I do think we had talked about this before too. I think it'll be. I would love to get to be able to be somewhat of a resource to people that have questions. So like, we're yes. gonna be posing questions and like the backpacker Facebook groups and yeah. reaching out on like our Instagram and stuff of like, do you have logistical questions about your working rights? Not just in mm. Australia, you know, about traveling like visas and all that kind of nitty gritty logistical stuff. I mm. would love to get in touch with like a visa agent or someone who can help us answer these questions just to give people a resource that might be easier to find than you know, because you see, like, I am in all these different, like, backpacker working holiday Facebook groups, and mm -hmm. every day people are asking questions, and, like, you know, 10 different people will comment, but, like, you, how do you, where do you, who do you know to, how to, who to trust? Like, yeah, so that's something I think that we're going to look into doing more, and also, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, you're going to be traveling in the middle of COVID. I know, oh my 
god i'm gonna take pictures of the airport you have to <laughs> basically live stream the whole yeah. thing and just be fucking careful yeah yeah i'll just prepare as best as i can my mom's picking up from the airport because yeah i'm gonna go live with her and my dad again yeah in yeah. time for the holidays yeah in time for the holidays i have to quarantine when i get there for like two weeks yeah. i think it is which is cool but we have like um like separate like obviously areas so i'm just gonna stay in my room for however long and then mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, other things I'm looking forward to are just spending time with my parents. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I think the idea of going back home used to, I don't know, like I didn't really want to do it just because I had so much to discover and I wanted to fly in the nest and experience all that. And I've had a great time and I've had my fair share of traveling, you know, like I'm looking forward to grounding again. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents are not that young for parents. Yeah, you know, um, for our age group, yeah, yeah, for our age group, they are slightly older. So I'm gonna just enjoy spending more time with them. I want to do more gardening with my dad. Oh, he is just the cutest man ever. We have photos of him just staring at plants in the garden. That's like. the cutest thing. <laughs> I bet he just like talks it's to just, them. Yeah, he's just like admiring them. You know, like Aww. yeah, I think that would be really nice. I want to um. Yeah, I'm going to start this therapy course. Yeah. That's going to be really fun. Just... I'm so excited for you for that because it's something yeah. that you've been wanting to do for a while. And yeah, exactly. Now you'll have at least two weeks dedicated time. <laughs> but more than that too. Like, Yeah. Yeah, hopefully I can just make shitload of money, Jamie. Hell yeah. And then you can come over. You can come to New Zealand. <laughs> I So did I tell you this plan? Yeah. This plan? Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking of coming to New Zealand because you can also do working holiday visa yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, wouldn't that be so fucking cool? It would be so cool. I, I would, would love to experience New Zealand. Me too. You. Every person that I know that's gone there has said it's their like favorite place. Yeah. Even yeah. more so than here. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's disliked New Zealand. No. I don't think you can. Maybe it's the all the green. Yeah. Like the oxygen levels are just higher. Yeah. But tell me, how have you been? Um, hey, I want sorry, enough of me. I come no ranted. You didn't rant over you, the conversation, but you didn't. You explained a really complicated and intense and pertinent story. Yeah. So um I've been okay. How's your farm work going? It's going. It's good. Um, <laughs> it's it's very different than the last farm that I worked at. Um, it's a little chaotic. It feels kind of disorganized. Mm. It's fine. I'm getting. I'm being paid on time. I'm getting my pay slips. I'm checking yeah. my pay slips. I'm lecturing to yes. everybody about their pay slips. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy. Though. And I work with awesome people. Um, but yeah, it just feels a little like just the the organization of mm. it feels a little chaotic. Mm-hmm. And so I've actually have been trying to just like take a step back from like, this feels, this feels weird to say, but like caring about it of like, yeah. I'm not a stakeholder in this. Yes. And it, it, the suggestions that I have are being, are falling on deaf ears. Like that's all I can Oh, do. they're not listening to your input. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. There's just like no communication. Like I started a text group with the employees to be like. They didn't have one already. No. Yeah. And like we all have different rosters, and so like there's overlap, but then like people be off on different mm-hmm. days, and like so I thought it was 
a good way to be like, to communicate information about like, what time is this happening today? These are the cows that are sick or like need this or asking questions. It's basically me just talking to myself. (laughs) No one has answered. And even though they'll maybe, they may like action something on it. Like there's no follow through of like, this has been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like shit keeps happening where like, it's just not been communicated what needs what the yeah. outcome needs to be and so like sounds like that's one of the key issues is you said you said the owners don't really communicate with each other do they no so the owners don't really communicate with each other but they're not really even there all the time on the day-to-day and mm. then like the on-site kind of managers and then us like there's just there's just not really a lot of communicate there's really yeah. very very minimal communication mm. and efforts that i've made to uh, strengthen it have been <laughs> So I'm like, ignored. Okay. <laughs> straight up just fucking ignored. Just... And I'm like, okay. And it's so funny too, because it's such a small community. When you like ask, when people ask like where you're working and you tell them and people are just like, oh. Oh God. And I'm no. like, yeah, I know. And they're like, ugh, how are you, how are you handling it? Like, not like, oh, how do you like it? It's yeah, like, how are you I'm managing? Yeah, how are you getting yeah, yeah, through the yeah, day? Yeah. And I'm like, everybody knows <laughs> what this is. And yeah. so we'll see. I, it's been about a month. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, you know, for right now it's suiting my needs, but if it gets to be unbearable, I have no problem looking yeah. for other stuff. Cause there's tons of opportunities out here for other things. And yeah. Yeah. So. Well, do you think you'd want to go to another dairy farm or would you want to um, try something different? I am open to whatever. Mm. Like the good thing, the the good thing about a dairy farm is one, I know how to do it now, and yeah. I feel pretty confident. And going. it's reliant. It's reliable yeah. hours, which is because I waited until the last minute to do my six months. Like I don't really have a lot of wiggle mm. room for a lot of schedule changes or mm-hmm. in some of the other industries, if they're yeah. weather dependent or, yeah, you know. yeah, true. So that's the the good thing is that I know for certain that I'll get the hours that I need. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But oh my god, I cannot wait for you to just be set free into Australia and like hear about all your adventures. Oh. I'm so excited for you. It's gonna be the best. I'm excited too. I'm really like oh fuck. <laughs> I'm really cool to see. You. I know, me too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. it's, and it's not it sucks. And it's not the end, like yeah of course no of course not but it is an end of a chapter and that is a hard pill to swallow but um (sighs) yeah it's and it's crazy to think too of like like a year ago a little bit longer than a year ago now like we didn't even know each other i know and (laughs) so i like part of me has been like well you know you don't know who you don't know like who knows what's gonna happen and blah 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 but then I was like fuck that no new friends I don't want to meet anyone else I don't want to do anything I want things to stay the same but the only constant that we have is change and I hate it it's fucking frustrating I'm really looking forward to having you in England at some point fuck yeah we'll do a little trip there do a little road trip We'll go to Europe maybe one yeah. day. And that's the thing. Maybe, like, you know, the whole part of going back and, like, hope, hopefully, you know, opening up a business and earning shit ton of money is, like, we can 
put some of that towards like us traveling together in the future yeah. you know money that I might have that I otherwise wouldn't mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean I'm pretty set on New Zealand at some point so hoping hopefully our schedules can meet up like yeah or whatever and you know is built travel. into your plans like whatever happens with your future god who oh, I don't even know yeah we and don't know but something else that I and wanting to and trying to practice more of that we had talked about earlier too is like I think since I got here to Australia I've been just kind of thinking like okay how can I stay and yeah. just future tripping a lot on like yeah. just trying to figure out what my next step is going to be mm. instead of being more present yeah um and so that's something that I'm trying to do more of here mm. and like not just work sleep you know that back and forth it's like, a working holiday visa yeah and obviously you've had many restrictions yeah but yeah you're right I think part of too why I've been avoidant or a, I think I've there's a bit of shame that I've had around like the backpacker stigma <laughs> of like but for real of like not wanting there's a part of me that's been like oh but I'm not like other backpackers yeah. I'm not gonna go live in a van and drive around <laughs> But everybody that I know has done it has had a fucking incredible time. Yeah. And, like, I'm not – obviously, we know how I feel about camping. It's not for me. <laughs> but I think that I could – I feel like there's been part of me that's been wanting to make this more, like, you know, quote-unquote legitimate mm. of trying to make my stay longer or more meaningful in some way and not really letting myself just enjoy being here. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. – and something could happen, you know, everything forbid, not on wood. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, any of us could leave at any time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, uh, I agree, actually. That's something that I think you, both you and Jack have said to me is that, you know, no one could predict COVID. Like, all of this that has happened, I kind of now I'm realizing that it's not just me. Like, I know I'm in a very unique situation, but at the same time, like, that doesn't make it more or less legit than other people's experience. And they've also had to go home. Yeah. And we have like, a lot of friends who left probably earlier than they thought they would. Yeah. Have. And yeah. the government told everybody to leave basically yeah. when COVID happened of people in RVs in our situations. Yeah. So that's something that has helped me a lot. It's like no one could have predicted COVID. And even if that hadn't, even if COVID had have happened, like maybe I never would have realized, you know, the trouble I was in and like, I couldn't blame it on COVID, but yeah, at the same time, it's like, it is what it is. And so many people have been affected in, you know, really hard situations. Like I'm not going to be gone forever. No, you know, this is just a blip. And did you know, this is a really cool (laughs) fact. You can get, tourist visas for Australia for three, six, and 12 months. That's amazing. No, I did not know that. Yeah. I am like a visa expert now. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) that's the career path. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you can get them for that. So That's awesome. Yeah. I was thinking like I can always... You could always... Yeah. You can always come visit. You're not... Yeah. I'd love to come. I can't wait to see where you're going to end up. I'm so excited. (sighs) Me too. I'm... 
yeah, I am excited. I'm excited and I am just trying to take it day by day. Yeah, absolutely. Because every single plan that I've had literally since I fucking arrived in this country has changed. (laughs) And part of that magical thinking and of that grieving process, one of the crazy thoughts that I had was... Did Susie's plans change because all of my plans always change? And did my, like, <laughs> oh, did crazy. I, you know, fucking oh ridiculous. God. But, yeah. No, there was thought. nothing that <sighs> you could have ever done that would have affected this situation. Absolutely not. It is what it is. Hey, uh, I will never work with calves again. <laughs> you lucky bitch. Fuck the dairy industry. <laughs> You're going back to being vegan. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be my middle finger to this whole situation. <laughs> you get fuck you. Out of my money anymore. <laughs> Ooh, okay, maybe Richie. <laughs> yeah, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Hey, I got to go back to my lovely you, cozy clothes. That's <laughs> such a nice way, but you get to go and see your family. Yeah. You get to spend time with them for the holidays, which you yeah. weren't gonna do no. this year because of COVID. So. Yeah. You know, the short term, there's some immediate yeah. upsides. And you are honestly one of the most optimistic people I've ever fucking met in my life. So, like, Thanks. you always <laughs> are, like, a silver lining person. And <laughs> so I think you are feeling all the things and it's up and down and it's been a bit of a roller coaster mm. but i also just have no doubt that you're gonna be more than fine thank you babe. yeah i appreciate that yeah i will be i will be and it took a long time to get to that realization because like i remember standing with you in the kitchen like however a couple of weeks ago whenever when the the realization happened and just kind of feeling numb and it was yeah. really weird because like Obviously, like, we've lived together for so long and, like, it was just weird being in a kitchen with you in a foreign kitchen and just having that realisation where we'd spent so many nights, you know, having a great time in our old house, like, cooking up. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, yeah, it was just, it was hard, but you were the best, like, you were so good. (laughs) No, you were, like... No. You you just always know how to make me feel better, and even though I felt numb that evening, like I'm so glad that it happened the way it did, and like having you there in terms of having you yeah. there and Jack there and everything, it's like you really helped me get through it. And mm. it's fuck, it's been shit, and it's really God. I I'm so sorry to our listeners. I hope you don't mind fuck me that. looping back on this, but like. One of the things I've also learned that I hope other people can learn from it is like, don't let these experiences affect the time that you have left. It's like that, you know, that quote, like, don't cry because it's over, laugh or smile because it happened. Yeah, sure. And it's like, there have been situations where, you know, I haven't gone out um, or I haven't been sociable because I've just been hurting so much. Mm. And I know that was part of the whole process, but I hope that that's out of the way now and that I can enjoy my time that I have left. Mm Like, we went camping this weekend for our housemate's birthday. Janie wasn't there, but it poured with rain pretty much the whole time. But you know what? Like, it was good to just get out and had no signal. And we just made sure the tent was comfy and we were dry and we had snacks. And, like, that was really fun, even though it wasn't sunny and it wasn't perfect. And, like, we didn't even eat our burgers. Like, (laughs) (laughs) even coming home, it like, even that small trip, coming home after it makes you realize how lucky you are to have just like running water right there or like mm-hmm. the toilet right there like 
kitchen you don't have to worry about packing anything up and that was really cool and I want to spend more time with you I would yeah I'd be more upset if I left and got home and regretted not like having made the most of my time because like that's Mm -hmm. just a waste of the precious time that I have left so Mm yeah I'm just gonna take each day as it comes yeah yeah that's all we can do I'm glad that's out the way. How do you do you feel better? I actually do feel better. Yeah, I do yeah. feel good. That's the thing. It's funny, like, it's kind of like telling my mom, like, I'm releasing this episode, like, oh. Yeah. But um yeah, I think this is gonna be a great opportunity for us to just I mean, because we're not gonna be together all the time again, we're not experiencing Don't the same fucking remind me. Same, but we're we're gonna be experiencing different things. It'll be yeah. so great to catch up with you when we record and find out about everything yeah that's a really good point because yeah. we've just been together the yeah. whole time so it'll be and we still yeah okay. <laughs> see you're the silver lining queen oh, thanks babes okay all right let's go make brownies we're gonna go make brownies movie. yeah because it's spooky season even if people in australia don't celebrate it. so <laughs> yeah. we're gonna love you and leave you yeah stay safe stay safe don't trust anyone <laughs> stay no, jaded just... <laughs> you can't just be trust careful anybody. <laughs> um ask questions if anyone has any questions <laughs> regarding this situation or your you found yourself in a similar situation please reach out because I'm sure we can help um that's the thing I want to make sure that we can help as many people out yeah as possible totally through this um and yeah yeah we're um wanting to dedicate some like I was saying before some extra time to reaching out to people figuring out what kind of questions everybody has about all this kind of shit that can be really daunting and we want to try to help. So reach out to us. We have an email. We're not really backpackers at gmail.com. We've got our Instagram. We're not really backpackers. And we have a Facebook page as well. We have a Facebook page as well. We're all over (laughs) the internet. We're so tech savvy. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Bye, peeps. Safe travels, everybody. Bye. You know, it's so interesting, like, Janie, there's such, I mean, like, I know we love, um, like, Brianna Taylor, no, wait, <laughs> Brene Brown. We do also what? love Brianna Taylor, oh and God. her murderers need to be arrested. Okay. Um, but yes, yeah. Brene Brown. <laughs> we can cut that I'm out. I'm going to cut my mistake out. <laughs> <then>. Um... <laughs>